hello and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. Marty, not a big fan. <laughs> With me, <laughs> unhappily, is uh, my co-host, AJ Rebecca. Hello, Bill. Hello. Uh, today we're talking about Unsane, mm. directed by Steven Soderbergh, starring Claire Foy. Mm. AJ, what's the backstory on this one? A young woman is given an iPhone and a shameless plug for Apple Inc. <laughs> Bill? <laughs> That's not what we'll, no, get, to, we'll get to that. We'll a get young to that. woman is involuntary committed to a mental institution where she's confronted by her greatest fear. M dash. Is it real or a product of her delusion? <sighs> Bill, uh-huh. should I go see this horror thriller movie? I say yes. Ugh. I say yes. Uh, Soderbergh. I mean, the man's an institution. He's phenomenal. He's always reliable. And he he does something different here, as you alluded to. Mm. And he makes this very sort of stripped down, basic thriller that is shot entirely on iPhone. iPhone 7 Plus, I believe, uh, if I remember correctly. So the entire film is shot with that, <laughs> which is like kind of the, the, the gimmick, quote unquote, of the movie. And like it's it's interesting at first. Because mm-hmm. you're thinking about that, right? Like the first few scenes, I was just thinking about the fact that this was shot on an iPhone. Yeah. But eventually it fades away and it just becomes a movie because it's a, a competently directed movie by a great director. Sure. So regardless of the medium, like it it starts to just feel like a movie. It found it feels almost like a found footage movie. Yeah. Because of the because of the it's not again, it's not like a super high quality IMAX or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not found footage in the sense that it's not like someone running around shaky cam. Like it's it's directed normally. It yeah. just looks like a film. I finish. haven't seen it, and I have a thousand problems with it. Okay, well, I have seen it. Here's so my deal. Here's my problems. deal, Bill. Just because it can be done uh-huh. doesn't mean that it should be done. Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park right now? Yeah. <laughs> your scientists are so preoccupied with the good. They didn't stop thinking the shit. Exactly. <laughs> Let me see your hand. <laughs> no, I, I, I just think like it, it's, it's okay, cool. It's an iPhone. Great. But like as a photographer myself, I always fight people on the fact that, you know, the iPhone's the best camera you can own. It's like, no, you're going to get you're going to get into it what you can what you get out of it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not that good. of a, I mean, for the normal layperson, Great. You can take a fucking photo. You can do whatever. But like, I think it's more filler than killer. And I just think it's just I, I think it's gimmick. That's it. I think it's a gimmick. I, but he, be a professional, get an, a fucking Ari or get a, you know, get a red and, and shoot the film properly. But there is no, but there is a, a artistic purpose behind this in the sense that it feels, it makes the film feel more real because it is not like a super pristine IMAX image. It's someone who is trapped in an insane asylum and like, and they're not meant to be there, quote unquote, depending on your interpretation, whatever. Uh, and so when it has this like real feeling look to it and it makes it darker and grittier and a little more muddy at times. Um, and it, it just makes you feel like you're there because it's something you're familiar with. So it, 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 I think for what they're trying to do, it works and it's still professionally edited. They have the score, they have the sound mixing. Like it's, it's not like it was edited in iPhone. It wasn't like in camera editing, so to speak. Like it's put together, it's put together like an actual movie. (laughs) It happens to choose the iPhone as a choice. That's fine. Good for you, Steven Soderbergh. You're a goddamn trailblazer. He is. He is. He should have done magic mic with a fucking (laughs) camera phone with dick pics. Make that more real. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Moving on. So, so it's a woman. She's in the insane asylum. She's questioning 
why is she there? Because she doesn't think she's well, let, so, insane. Well, let me give you a little more of the setup here. Yeah, so, set me up. <laughs> set you up. Oh, God damn it, set me up. So Claire Foy uh, from The Crown, which mm. I've not seen, but everyone keeps telling me to see. Uh, she stars in it, and she is in a new city in a new job. And uh, you find out early on that she's from Boston, actually. Oh, good for her. Um, uh, and she had a stalker problem. And she got to the point where, you know, took out a restraining order, yada, yada, yada. And eventually she just tried to sort of set her life up as new. Fresh. Right. So she moves to a new city and, and adjusts to that. Mm-hmm. But she still has sort of like a, um, a, a PTSD, if you will, sure. from those events. And she kind of sees her stalker in other places, even though it's not. Like she has visions of him, but it's actually some other guy. You know what I mean? Like it's, she, Sure. She visualizes the stalker. Yes. So she goes to, she searches online for some sort of like a support group or, or therapy to, to work on this. She sees a therapist. She talks about, you know, her, her fears. And uh, while she's there, the therapist asks, you know, have you ever had like suicidal thoughts or anything like that? Because she mentioned, she kind of alludes to it. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, well, yeah, I thought about it. And then the therapist asks, like, how would you do it? And she has a pretty specific answer. So the therapist gets a little nervous. Yeah. Then she goes and they and she leaves the therapy office and she has to fill out some extra paperwork and she's not really paying attention to the paperwork she's doing and she accidentally voluntarily voluntarily commits herself to like a twenty four hour like watch period at the hospital okay and then things go awry and she ends up having to stay longer and so like she accidentally writes herself in and the first half of this movie is fucking terrifying I mean it like, sounds good. I'm like I have like an irrational fear that's gonna happen oh, okay <laughs> let's take that one <laughs> offline belt I mean I think we can. It's fine. It's like okay. Everything's going to be okay. You sign something wrong and then you're trapped and then like Yeah, it's like the terms and conditions of, of iTunes yeah. <laughs> which causes Steven Soderbergh to shoot on a fucking iPhone. Right, exactly. Uh, I'll watch it. The premise sounds great. Yeah, it is. It's good. The first half of this movie is seriously outstanding. So where does it where does it go wrong? So by the towards the end it starts to veer into like a little like the suspension of disbelief becomes a little too much to bear. It becomes a little ludicrous. It becomes a little more out there. Uh, mm. But like the super hyper realistic opening where they're like, can you follow me? And she's like, well, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. They're like, no, just follow me. And she's like, okay. And like falls into the back. It's like, okay, like I need to check your bag. It's like, what? And like, well, it's standard procedure. It's like, okay. Like she's kind of like going along yeah. and then she realizes, oh my God, I'm being like fucking committed. Um, and then she's trapped. Oh my, it was, I was like. Gripping your seat. Just, yeah. Edge of my seat. Like, oh, oh my God. Uh, and then like it becomes like more of a, a, I don't know. It's a little too long. I, like the plot, this, the it's only like an hour and a half. But I guess the pacing, I should say, like moves a little slow. Sure. Um, and so by the end of the movie, I was like kind of like waiting for it to get to the end because it starts to become more standard thriller. Um, but again, that first half is so good. And Claire Foy's performance is also what grounds it and makes it real. And she's so outstanding the entire time that I, that's kind of why I gave it the nod for the yes, even though by the end I, I lost a little bit to me. Um, but she's so good. It was, it was worth it. Great. Any, I'm trying to think of like any other movies that I would think fall the, into the, that realm. The only thing I can think of, so I was thinking about Soderbergh in general. Um, and he has another movie that's more of, uh, a smaller movie like this, which would be side effects. Mm. You saw that one. No, uh, that's another sort of smaller drama from him. I would recommend that one. You could also go with like a shutter Island or something like that. I was just thinking about that. I, I, that twist at the end was just so yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, kind of reminds me of that. Or cool. if you just if you're just looking for a Soderbergh movie, just watch Ocean's Eleven, which is his masterpiece and is a perfect movie. Watched it uh, a couple days ago. Ugh. 
So still, ho- and it's just a great it's just so goddamn good. movie. Ocean's Eleven is so Did you good. like Logan Lucky? I did. Yeah. Also Soderbergh, uh, more film. recent one. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I if it has the the staying power of something like an Ocean's, but it was sure. but it was good. Cool, Bill. Thanks. All right, thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Please make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It.